Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. And we're here with another episode of The Dream Take presented by The Dream Shake Rockets Fall. Once again, the sun came up today, just about a a normal day in Houston right now. Michael Brown joining me here. Mike, take it away. This is bad. This is is pathetic. This is awful. It just, it was bad before tonight. I mean, what do you say now? I mean, what do you say? You just lost by 16 points to a team that just came off a 10-game losing streak. To be fair, I don't think that this 16-point loss really showed how the game was. I think the score is not very indicative of how the game was, but a loss is still a loss. Dude, they even when they were winning, did you ever really expect for them to win this game, the Rockets? Because I didn't. No, there's no way. The Cavaliers had us the entire game. The entire game. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. No. It was never. I actually. That's the way I saw it. I knew they were going to blow it. I knew they were going to blow it. Before the fourth quarter, I was pretty solid with tonight. I'm not, I, and, and that might be a hot take or whatever, but I didn't have a problem with the Rockets 
until the fourth quarter tonight. And because in the fourth quarter, this game was in striking distance. And yet again, the Rockets found a way to take a, a close game and stretch it into uh, a deficit that they simply just could not overcome. Because they suck. Well, this, Rockets mean, team, yeah. this Rockets team sucks. Like, flat out. I mean, there's no more defending P.J. Tucker because he's useless at this point. He does nothing defensively that makes me go, wow. He can't score, so you're basically playing four-on-five offensively. Victor Oladipo sucked in the first half and came on in the second half. Yeah, he played well in the second half. Absolutely. John Wall, I mean, is playing good, but he's not playing great. I mean, I think he's doing just fine. But what has to happen, dude, for somebody to come out and say, I'm not going to let this happen anymore. Like, I'm done. There's nobody that is doing that for this team. There's no leader of this team. Jeremy Brenner, who is the leader of this Rockets team right now? Really? Because I see him dapping up John Wall after the game like, oh, bro, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. You only lost by 16 to the third worst team in the league. Because we're second, and then it's Minnesota's the worst team in the league. The Rockets are... Notice when this losing streak all started was when Christian went down. But it doesn't matter anymore, man. Like, you can't keep going back to that because clearly he's not healthy and he's not coming back until at least after the the All-Star break. Are you going to tell me that you're okay with Christian Wood just looking hunky-dory, saying, oh, man, it's cool, John Wall, don't worry about it. He's got your ass whooped by the Cavaliers. It's cool. Don't worry about it. He's not a leader of this team. He's the best player on this team, but he's not a leader on this team. No way. Nope. Sorry. He's not. As, as long as he comes back and he plays well when he comes back, then, yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, when is that going to be? In, in three weeks when we're 36 games under 500? As Hey, honestly, considering how his injury became to be so large, he came back. First of all, when he sprained the ankle the first time, he came back in that game playing on one ankle, played a good game on that one, and then he sat out for a little while and came back too soon. That's why when he did it again, he's now out for a long period of time. So that is exactly why Christian Wood is the leader of this team. And it's clear and obvious to see to everyone that this team would be so much better with Christian Wood. Look, take these nine games. Put Christian Wood in the in the lineup again. How many of the games do the Rockets win out of these nine? They win tonight, I'll tell you that. Okay, probably a decent amount. But if the yeah, exactly, but exactly. hold on, but this exactly. is my, but this is my exactly. problem. This is my problem with the argument, though. We don't have that. You know what? If the Queen had balls, she'd be the king. But she doesn't, so she's not. So who cares? Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like you can talk, like we can talk until we're blue in the face. What are you saying? Oh, I'm just saying, like. Well, that's how, that? I, that's how I feel. It's like, I, I, I'm so <laughs> It's not you. Trust me. It's not you. But it's having this conversation about if Christian is here, <laughs> like, I'm just done with. I, I'm so. I can't take you seriously when you talk about that. I'm <laughs> just saying. Like, it's true. You know what? If we had him. You know what? Look at what Forever the Rev said. The Rockets straight up screwed the James Harden trade. True. If we had James Harden these past nine games. Then yeah, we probably would have won a lion's share of the games. Yeah, so, you know, it's just that simple. But it's just that simple. If you have an all-star on your team or an all-star snub on your team, then you're good. If you don't, then you're not. Okay, but so 
throughout this whole nine-game losing streak. The, the, the front office is, uh, the, the, what is their move to help us get better? Nothing. They don't do a damn thing. And you know what? What Adam Spillane said on Twitter tonight, I want to address. The fact that the Rockets did not keep Jared Allen in the James Harden trade is ridiculously bad. Jared Allen should be a rocket. He should be a rocket. Look, it's really? easy to say that. It is what? easy to say that after tonight. Jared Allen played really well tonight. What did you say? Really well tonight? He played well last night. He's a good player for them. He is a good player. But the thing is, Mike, it just, you, you know, it's Christian Wood or Jared Allen. can have both. It didn't make sense for the team to take Jared Allen on. It just didn't. They already had Christian Wood. So, look, if you don't have Christian Wood, you have Jared Allen, I'd be okay, too, because I think Jared Allen is going to be a franchise center for the next several years, just like Christian Wood. You can't have your take and eat it, too. You can't have both those guys. Because if you have both of those guys, then you're just not going to – like, if they kept Jared Allen in that trade, yeah, they'd have him for now, and, you know, it'd be nice to have him – you know, be here backing up Christian Wood. But at the end of the day, who are you taking, Jared Allen or Christian Wood? And if you're saying Jared Allen, then you're a hater. No, Christian, I mean, I would rather exactly. have Christian Wood, but, exactly. I'd, rather, so but I'd rather have Holden. And Jared Allen would have walked into the you a question. this offseason anyway. And the Rockets wouldn't have signed him to a max contract because no, they no, had no. Christian Wood next to that. You don't sign two centers to max deals, Mike. That just doesn't make any sense. Whispering that Christian Wood is a power forward and he's not a center. No, That's he's a center, Mike. That's he's why he's a center. Okay, he's well, a center. That's right. Well, you know what? You know what he's not right now. He's not on the damn floor. That's exactly. No problem. You need exactly. Like, so don't be mad about that. You you can't just control, saw, so don't be mad you, about that. You just saw what happened tonight when this team doesn't play with a big man. You get embarrassed by the freaking Cavaliers. This is rock bottom. Are you not at rock bottom yet? Because this is rock no, bottom. No, honestly, Mike, this is not rock bottom. It's going to get a lot worse. Oh my god. How does it's it get, get a lot worse? How does it get worse than losing to the Knicks? The Pelican, the the Hornets, and the Cavaliers. I don't care who you lose to; you're still losing. But they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. Future, probably. You're gonna, again. Tell, you're gonna tell me it gets worse than where we are at this very. Yes, second. it is going to get worse, Mike. It is going to get worse. Okay. That's fine. Do you not see where this team is going? Do you not see like the obvious sign this ahead? This team is going to hell in a handbasket, and I get that, and I understand that. But my problem. With it is that Coach Silas right now looks like he can't coach his way out of a paper bag. No, that's not it. That is that's it. That's not it. That is no, it. The Rockets. How does David Nwaba only play nine minutes in the first half? Your best player right now, how does he only play nine minutes in the first half? Explain that to me. It's just, Mike. He can't coach his way out of a paper bag tonight, with his tonight. And, okay, so who would you rather have on the court right now, David Nwaba or Victor Oladipo? Honestly, yeah. honestly, I would rather have Nawaba, but I would much rather have a team that has Victor Oladipo on it than no Victor Oladipo on it, I'll tell you that. I mean, okay, no, I'm talking about tonight. I'm talking about this game. I'm talking about Coach Silas's rotations that have been a problem for the past nine games in this losing streak. Why was David Nawaba not on the court for more than nine minutes in the first half? There's no explanation. That's my problem with what is going on right now. I don't care about, like, if we, lose, if we lost a close game tonight, fine, whatever. Embrace the, the game. The game was close, Mike. The game was close until lost about 16. You the game was close. In the fourth, fourth quarter. Fourth quarter problems this team has had all season. The game was close until about six minutes left in the, in the fourth quarter. 
Why did you not bring John Wall in until seven minutes left in the fourth quarter? You should have been in. Mike, homie's coming off of a freaking Achilles injury. You don't want him to do that again. If that's the problem, then why didn't Mason Jones see the court? If minutes are a problem, you have to stagger them. Mason Jones, Jones can only play in so but many minutes. But Mason Jones can only play so many games. Because that's his contract, Mike. It's specific contract. He didn't play at all tonight. He did not play exactly. one minute. Because he can only play 50 games, Mike. He okay. has to sit out some games. He has to sit out some games. Why was tonight one of the games? When you clearly needed guard help tonight, why was tonight one of those games? What? Are you done screaming? I'm, I'm, like not a child. I'm not You're screaming like a child, Mike. I'm not screaming like a child. Okay, yes, you know. okay, that's fine. I'm not talking. Trust me, if I was screaming like a child, you would know it. But okay, that's fine. What else are we going to talk about tonight? So please, please ask the question again. Now that you're not screaming like a child. Okay. Why was Mason Jones not playing tonight? Because he can only play 50 games per his contract. Okay. They'd like to have him later in the season in case injuries start to pile up. The second half of the schedule came today. That's brutal as all hell. They could use him for back-to-backs. You can only play the man 50 50 games. He has to sit out 22. So this was one of the 22 games he sat out. There's There's an explanation for everything that's going on. But the thing is, because this is this is the longest losing streak in 20 seasons, right? 20 seasons. Let's talk about how incredible it is that a team has that a team in the last 20 years has not lost as much as this. So that's why I can understand your idea of rock bottom is this because yeah, in the last 20 years the Rockets have not had a worse stretch of games than the what we are seeing right now. But if you think this is rock bottom, then you are in for a ride down coming in the next, not just this season, but the year after that. This is a rebuild, and this is a long rebuild. Think about the Astros. Remember how bad the Astros were seven, eight years ago? They were unwatchable. They were absolutely unwatchable because they were playing double-A guys at the major league level. And that is what we are going to see for the Rockets here. But the difference here is that this rebuild hopefully will not take as long because the Rockets have the picks in place. They have pieces in place. Tevin Porter, Christian Wood, Jay Sean Tate. They have pieces of guys that will be there when the team gets good again. And that's why ultimately I enjoyed the game tonight up until about the very end. Cause at this point, I'm not really looking to watch these games as if you're winning or losing and basing my enjoyment off of that. I'm enjoying the game because I like basketball. And I'm a fan of the Rockets. And, yes, this Rockets team is not good. And I'm not disagreeing with you on that. The Cavs aren't good either. They should not have played as – I don't think they played that poorly tonight up until the end of the third quarter. What did you enjoy? I really don't. What did you enjoy about tonight? What is enjoyable about about watching Eric Gordon shoot 40? I enjoyed Daniel House on that dunk on JaVale McGee. I enjoyed that. Uh, That was pretty. I really didn't enjoy seeing Jared Allen destroy our small ball lineup. Well, then you don't respect Jared Allen. I mean, I do respect. He's I a love player. He's a good I player. Love, no, I love Jared Allen. I, yeah, I don't, yes, I, I don't I, like I, the I, fact that I yes, wish he was, was a rocket. I mean, well, that's unfortunate for you. Why didn't but, Justin, Why didn't Justin Patton play more? Because Mike, he just came out of the G League. You that's expecting that's, this man to play? How much? How, if you were the coach, just, coach. All right, Michael Silas, how many minutes are you, pay, are you playing Justin Patton? Uh, more than he played tonight. I mean, he Give barely me a number. Give me a number. He barely played. I would have played him 12 to 18 minutes tonight. 
Okay, and he played 12 minutes. So okay. you only play him six more minutes? Does six more minutes of Justin Patton change this game? Well, I don't know. I mean, it, according to you, we, it, it was close in the fourth quarter. It was close in the fourth Look, quarter. The Rockets yeah, lost. Do you want to know why the Rockets lost tonight? Why? Why did they lose tonight? They didn't make their threes. Which is exactly why they've lost every game in this stretch for the most part. They have not made their threes. The Rock and look, when Kevin Porter comes up, he will help with that. He will be a positive in that direction. But for the Rockets to shoot as many threes as they do, they shoot like what, the third most threes? We talked about that last show, right? He shoots the third most threes. They shoot the third most threes in the league, and they are the third worst percentage wise. That's my issue. And the defense tonight, Jared Allen, their stra- the Rockets' strategy tonight was really good. It was, let's let Jared Allen do what he's supposed to do, but then contain everyone else. And for the most part, they they were right on with that. But then you let Darius Garland get hot. That was mistake number one. And the Cavs, who are a poor three-point shooting team as it is, they shot well tonight. They made their shots. Dylan Windler made all of his shots tonight. Dean Wade made all of the shots tonight because they were wide open threes. You set them up and you're perfect. And to me, you know, if you make that, that's what we need to do. We need to enforce that, that three point defense that we saw in the first half that needs to be throughout the game. They just didn't play a good 48 minutes tonight. And you need to do that in order to win a basketball game. We forget how hard it is to win an NBA basketball game because it's come so, so easily to the Rockets. But we have to retrain this group of people into how to win and play 48 good minutes of basketball. Because they haven't done that in almost three weeks now. Yeah, I mean, missing threes is definitely part of it. They also lost because they have no size. I mean, it's well, true. Well, Mike, they couldn't get to the rim as often as they wanted. Too many times tonight they got turned away at the no, rim. No, they got to the rim plenty. Okay. Eric Gordon was able to get to the rim plenty. Daniel House? Not as, much, not as much as they would like, though. Jared Allen was a monster in the paint. Yes. And he got way too many easy buckets in the paint. Way too many easy buckets. Asking Jay Sean Tate to cover Jared Allen is not fair to Jay Sean Tate. It just no, isn't. it's not. Yeah, and so that's why six more minutes of Justin Patton tonight could have made a big difference. That's all I'm saying. But Justin, Justin Patton is a G League, like, he just came here two two games ago. This we team can't... is playing like they belong in the G League. What's the difference? The way that they're playing right now, they belong in the G League. Is there one team, the way they're playing tonight, that they could beat? Or through this losing streak, give me one team. Because Probably we're already Minnesota. Playing. Probably Minnesota, that's it. Okay. So this team can beat one NBA team. It's not far-fetched to say that this team belongs playing in a G League environment right now. They're just not good. Okay, so we look at so we look at the two issues the Rockets had tonight. One, they couldn't make their threes. Okay. Two, they lack size. Fair, fair point. How do you fix the problem of size? Christian Wood gets healthy. It's a very simple, you know, way to go about it, and that's a problem that can be fixed a lot easier than the the lack of three point shooting. What I hope that they do with these with this trade deadline is they go out and get guys in exchange for PJ and Oladipo and whomever else is getting dealt for guys that all they do is shoot the three. Like, that's it. And then you can run plays for them, set it up. Like, 
a J.J. Redick-like guy. It's not going to be J.J. Redick, but get a guy like that that all they're on the floor to do is shoot threes. That is all this team – that is what this team needs. I guarantee you, when we see Kevin Porter – I, I, I guarantee – because, look, I know – look, Kevin Porter should be in the NBA. Yes, he should. At this point right now, I'm okay with him staying in the G League so he can continue this program that he's on. They're, they're treating him very daintily. And this whole situation, they're treating very daintily because that is what is needed for this team right now. They, they, they're looking at the long-term solution. They're not looking at this season because this season is not mattering to them. They're looking at the long-term. And to me, what needs to happen once – you just need to get through these few weeks. And once you get through these few weeks, maybe the all-star break will help and maybe they can, you know, pick up a win here and there. But before you know it, Victor Oladipo will be back. Kevin Porter will be here and he'll be in the starting lineup. I truly believe he'll be in the starting lineup almost as soon as he gets in. Like, I really do believe it. As soon as Oladipo is gone, which should be in about a month, sometime in the next month, Kevin Porter comes in and a lot of the Rockets' problems that they've had over this win streak are, are kind of quelled out. Honestly, it's not that, you know, they're going to lose games, and they might lose the next 10 games again. But this team has pieces there that are worth investing in. And for all the people that are saying it's Steven Silas's fault and all that, well, I'm going to wait until we get Steven Silas a consistent group of guys that – Makes sense because right now this team doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Let's be real. They they got John Wall into the fold because they needed they, they were able to get him from Russell Westbrook. Victor Oladipo never made any sense for this team. It, he never like he he doesn't fit in the starting lineup. He doesn't fit coming off the bench. He's too inconsistent. And the only like and he's he's but the thing with Oladipo is they wanted to try it out and if in case it didn't work out they have the leverage to send him away. And that's what they're going to do. I can't imagine the Rockets not seeing Victor Oladipo uh, to another team. And and teams will still spend the right kind of draft capital for him and hopefully a player in return that can shoot threes because that's what the Rockets need right now. They they, they simply need a pick and roll with Wall and Wood or Porter and Wood and put the guys on the perimeter. Sterling Brown, David Nawaba, whomever they get, and just put them on the perimeter. That, that's literally all they need. It's just a shame that the two most important people on that just aren't with the team right now. But they're looking long-term. And that's why I don't – that's why I'm not freaking out right now. Look, this season might be a bust, and so be it. Look, when Harden was traded, then this season became a bust. And even before that, probably before that. But the Rockets right now dis- – you, sometimes you have to go down before you go up, and that's what this team is right now. They're on their way down, but they have to do that in order to get back up. Getting Christian Wood back does not solve every problem, though. It solves a lot of them, Mike. It does. It solves. It, it wins you this game. I'll tell you that. Maybe. Yes, it does. I mean, maybe. I mean, the guards, guards killed us tonight. Colin Sexton destroyed us tonight, and it's not. Like, and it's not like it's not like we didn't have. Gordon or Wall or who like we had our entire team besides Christian Wall tonight. Our guards are not good. Well, the thing is, Mike, our, is our guards suck tonight. Eric Gordon had a bad night tonight. No, I don't think so. 
I don't think so. I don't. I, I didn't see that tonight from Eric Gordon. His shots selected. He didn't hit a ton of shots tonight. His shots no, but when it was questionable. That's why I'm saying that this team. You you hit the nail right on the head. You are quoted as saying that Victor Oladipo was the James Harden replacement. So it's good to actually. But he isn't James Harden. He's far from James Harden. He he doesn't have the same skill set as he does. He's the he's the poor man on the corner with barely any clothes on replacement to James Harden. He doesn't belong in the same breath as James Harden. No, he doesn't. Okay, so but to be fair, what are you going to get? Not from? a lot of people are in the same breath as James Harden. Correct. So to amend your statement from earlier, this season was over when the Rockets completely fumbled the James Harden trade slash situation. From, from championship contention, yes. And the way the Rockets have been the last few years, it's kind of been championship or bust. And so if this season, going into this season, the Rockets had championship aspirations. They had James Harden, John Wall. We were talking, DeMarcus Cousins were like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, this team can make a run at a title again. Oh, if the Lakers get hurt, we're one series away from the Lakers, you know? So it's like, they're, they're, look, there were championship aspirations this season. James Harden made the decision himself that he didn't want to play with these people. So he got out. And since then... That's, you know, a big problem as to why the Rockets aren't winning right now. Well, yeah, and that's why it's time to go youth. I mean, it, it's, it's an, I didn't learn anything more about this team tonight than we already knew. So why not go with Kevin Porter? Why not go with K.J. Martin? Why not go it's, with, but go Mike, with it's, kids? Because why? they're still – because I'd rather have a fully cooked Kevin Porter than a half-baked one. And I think that having him in the G League for two more weeks, it's only two more weeks, it's not like the whole season, but two more weeks in the G League could actually do a whole lot to Kevin Porter's development. It gives him option. It gives him the power, the confidence to be that guy. Like, we forget how Kevin Porter came here, right? We forget why we got him for literally for free from the Cavs. Because we got... He was he had he's had a rough year, so let's get him mentally right. That's my concern, and I don't want to put that pressure on Kevin Porter for a team that you know is kind of looking at him. I want Kevin Porter to come back the best Kevin Porter possibly can be, and I think that putting him in the G League and giving him some reps to make him feel like that unstoppable force to you know I'm okay with that. It's only two weeks in the grand scheme of everything. If it turns into a Rockets championship someday, you're going to be like, oh, those two weeks meant nothing. Uh, yeah, I, I would love that. I mean, if you're right, you're right. Adding Kevin Porter on this team for right now doesn't change a whole lot. He's still not going to get minutes. Look, if David Nwab is losing minutes because Victor Oladipo's on the floor, then then the Rockets, like Kevin Porter has no chance to see him before. So that's what I'm saying is let's get let's get Oladipo. Once Oladipo leaves, which will be, you know, we're – we're four weeks away from the trade deadline. Once he's gone, Kevin Porter slots into that role, probably in the starting lineup because I think Eric Gordon's going to want to come off the bench and let him work. Wait, but you have to wait until that happens. That that to me is is where you go with that. And maybe maybe what they'll do is they'll trade Oladipo over the All Star break. They'll say, hey, like we're ready for Kevin Porter right now, and Victor Oladipo. I, I don't. I don't. Now that I say that out loud, they probably aren't going to do that because they're probably going to wait for Victor Olipo's trade value to probably balloon. But, you know, maybe they just want to say, you know what, like, 
we're going to hold Vic out because we're going to trade him. And similar to what the, uh, the Cavs are doing with Drummond, similar to what the Pistons are doing with um, with Blake Griffin. They don't want him to get hurt, so we're not going to trade him. We're not going to play him until we trade him. That's, that's all that it is. And hopefully, honestly, I think that's what is best for the Rockets. I think these past two or three games have kind of, you know, structured the team. And if you look at the schedule for the second half of the year, it is by winning percentage the toughest schedule in the NBA. And that is just as much of a nail in the coffin as, as anything. They're going to have to play, I think, what, like, they have like nine back to backs, and they have to play the Jazz like three or four times. They have to play the Clippers three or four times. Like, it's a brutal schedule. It is horrific the, the amount of trouble the Rockets are going to have in the second half. But honestly, the second half of the season will be about developing those guys. And I know that it's very difficult to you know watch this happen in front of us because no one likes to lose like i don't like watching losing basketball but at the end of the day that's what has to happen in order for the rockets to get back to winning basketball you don't know the win you don't know the spring without a winter you don't like like mike you were you were trapped at home with no power in a winter storm didn't it make you appreciate the houston heat a little bit more yeah a little bit there you go. But the, but the second half is not the nail. You can't have, but the you can't have joy without sadness. But the Mike. second half and the, the second half of the season is not the nail in the coffin. This losing streak shows just how bad we are. Yeah, it is one of them. Yeah, like, we're done. I mean, we're we are finished. There's no way this team comes back. There's no way. Zero. And you know what? I'm gonna keep hope alive. I I don't think it's going to happen either. But I'm not gonna say no to that. Um, the way that I see it is. Let's just just play your heart out as much as you can until this 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 too shall pass. They are and playing their heart out. I mean, I give them credit. They give yeah. them heart, but they have but th- their talent is just not as good. No, it's not and as Cleveland. I can't believe I'm saying that. Well, look, that's Cleveland what it is. Has, but that's what it is. Cleveland has had a similar stretch to us. They they lost Larry Nance, and then their defense sunk. And they hit a losing streak just like we are. Right. And you just saw what they did to us tonight. It's bad, man. It, look, the Rockets are not far off from the Cavs. They're worse. They're the, they're the second no, worst. No, they're not. Away. Honestly, they're not. The Rockets? No, they're not. They're not worse than the Cavs. They didn't have their best lineup out tonight. That's why they lost. So they didn't have Larry Nance, and we didn't have Christian Wood. I would take the advantage Rockets there. In a seven-game series, both healthy, who wins the series? Us or Rockets win. Okay. I still believe that. It's going six or seven. The thing is, because the thing is, it might go six or seven, but at the end of the day, like, the Cavs shot tonight better than they usually do, and the Rockets shot about the same, but it's bad. So. But that, yeah, that, but that's, a, that's a recurring theme, though. Is how many more games are we going to have the same conversation of, well, the other team just – you know, they're, they're just playing Dwayne Deed or Nate Deed or whatever the hell that kid's name Dean is. Dean Wade. Yeah, Dean Wade, okay. We need to talk about this, too. I don't like that you do this to people. Why? Give crappy players shout-outs. It's disrespectful. It's true. It's, it's it the is. shades of Alex Caruso. Okay. These people work their ass off, and they're going to get millions of dollars in the NBA. Congratulations. That mean, it does, I'm not saying that they're crappy I'm saying that they're crappy NBA players. Still NBA players, but they're still crappy NBA players. By I NBA standards, so. yeah. Well, that's what this team is known for. Because I'll tell you what, you know, you know who the Rockets could use. 
who but Dylan Windler. I totally agree. I would, I'm not saying I would. I could use some of those guys potentially. I, okay, I did not say that I would not take those guys on my team. I'm saying that by NBA standards, they are not good NBA players. They are NBA players. All the credit in the world to them. But this is what the Rockets are now known for: is we give up great performances to below average players. That's who we are. And we, we would not. We're a confidence boost. Huh? We're a confidence boost. We absolutely are a confidence boost. That's what we are right now. Is we allow players. You and I had as many points as PJ Tucker tonight. That's that's awesome. We can go to sleep tonight knowing that's what we did tonight. We had the same number of points as an NBA player. 27 minutes. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to – still, even, I'm not going to blame PJ and his misperformance on him 100%. I do think the system that he's in with Silas just doesn't fit his style of basketball. So, yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying, though, is if he doesn't fit the style of basketball, he shouldn't be on the floor. So let me ask you a quick question. I want to ask you a quick question. They don't have anyone else to play. That's what I'm saying. So you're pro-tank mode, right? You want this whole thing to go into tank mode. Here's Okay, this is what I'll say. Tank If, if tanking means... It, it depends on what tanking means, right? If tanking means losing as many games as possible in order to get a high draft pick, then I am anti-tank. Right? Because I, I don't... Like, you, you play to win the game. You don't play to lose the game. People that play to lose the game are losers. Losers. They're playing to lose the game. They are a loser. The Rockets are not playing to lose these games. They're playing as hard as they can. They just don't have the talent. I want to see out there a team that just gives enough effort every night. And they might not win every game. They might not win most of their games. But I don't want to see a team that just quits. Like I don't want I don't want to I don't want to root for quitters. I don't want to quit root for losers. I want to root I want to root for a team that's going to try as hard as they can. And if they just don't happen to win, then that's okay. At least at least you gave it your damn. At least you gave it your damn distance. And I don't think that Steven Silas or John Wall for that matter is going to let this team enter a tanking mode. I think they're going Yet, while I do think they will play younger players to help develop them and to maybe help push their youth movement forward, I don't think they're going to purposely lose games on purpose. And if you think, look, if you think the Rockets should lose games on purpose, then I, I'd hate to be you. Because I would hate to have a to have a team, you know, lose. And yes, maybe losing is turns into winning. But there's no guarantee of that because it all comes down to ping pong balls in the end of the day. So the Rockets should not put their faith faith in the franchise in ping pong balls. That's just something that you don't do. It's it's not like I don't want to I don't want to put my faith in. It's like it's like saying that oh, in order to make money, I'm not going to work for it. I'm going to hope to win the lottery. But the like, same way, that's not how it works. Do you feel the way about? That the same way I feel about draft picks, it's, it's no different. You're, we're saying the same thing. That's why I want NBA talent on this team over draft picks every single day of the week. That's why the thing is, in I order to start a contending team, you have to do one of two things. You have to either a trade for a guy and have it be perfect, which is what no, happened no. with Rockets with James Harden. 
John Collins is that guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not just going to be draft picks. But the thing with John Collins is John Collins is not going to be what leads. John Collins is not a number one guy. No, but he you might be a number three or a number four on a potential contender, but he is a piece in the right direction. But when it comes to draft picks, a draft pick could be your ticket out. That, that's the kind of thing. So for the lottery team, if you look at the Timberwolves, for example, the Timberwolves have had so many draft picks, but none of those guys have taken them out of, of poverty. Carl Anthony Towns maybe for one season, but that was it. The Rockets need as many draft picks as possible to have a potential one player from the draft to lead us out of poverty. And that could be Kate Cunningham. That could be some dude down the line. I don't know. It could be a guy. It could be Kevin Porter. It could be any of these guys. Like, I think Kevin Porter could be the legit number one. From what I've seen in the bubble, if he goes on this trajectory, I do think by 25, like by his age 23, 24 season, which is in three to four years, might I add, he can be a legit number one in the league. I, that's what I've seen. He has the talent to do that. Right. So what the Rockets need to do is they just simply – they need to either go through the lottery. Go, and then once you get that guy that is your number one dude that is going to take you to the promised land, then you use those picks to trade for assets that will build your team to contention and beyond. You know, that's how the draft picks work. And I do think that once we encounter the end of that Nets-Rockets trade for James Harden, once we get those last picks in, those picks will eventually get traded for assets because the Rockets will be good by then, and they'll use those picks as extra assets to make their current team in the mid-20s that much better. Do you not think Christian Wood is that number one guy? I think he can be, yeah. Okay. He stays healthy. So I, how do we yeah. start that process now is my question. The process you're talking about, if, if you think Wood is that good, and I think he is that good... Look around him, Mike. Huh? Look around him. There's John, no other John Wall, ex-All-Star, Eric Gordon, sixth man of the year. John, Wall's, John Wall will not be the starting point guard once this team is good again. He's a, he's a, bridge, he's a bridge guard at this point. But, the, but it goes back to lack of identity, is what, is what you and I were talking about earlier. Is if you no, I, think they'll have, I think they'll have an identity once Kevin Porter and Christian Wood get back on the court. I'll be a pick. Kevin Porter and Christian Wood will be the pick and roll combination that uh, James Harden and Clint Capella, you know, were, and they'll be better than that because Christian Wood has the ability to do more than Clint Capella was. I just hope that that the offensive system looks drastically different when that happens compared to what we're seeing right now. Because what we're I'm seeing sure right now will. is I'm a sure bunch it will because there will be more talent there. A bunch of all we see right now is a bunch of dudes dribbling, trying to find an open man, and we take a shot. That's what it looks like. There's no cuts. There's no back. There's no back door. There's nothing. Like it's just. And do you yeah. want to know what I think is the reason behind that? I think they've put so much energy on the defensive side of the ball in practice and everything because we talked about it at the beginning of the year that oh this team on offense is me fine. Defense is their issue, and you heard in, in training camp and all that that Steven Silas and them were spending 80% of the time on defense, and the thing is, at the time, the offense was going to run through James Harden, and James Harden is as good as creating his shot and building an offense as anybody in the NBA, and now you're asking uh, two, two years off of an injury John Wall to do that, and 
you're asking Daniel House to, to build his own shot. It's just not the same. So that's why they spent more energy on defense, and they continue to do that. Tonight, they simply got gassed in the defensive end, and that's why you saw this this big run. That's what's happened in every single game so far. Think about it, Mike. They The, the, the first half, it's close. The Rockets are within striking distance. They might be trailing by a little bit. And then they simply just get gassed in the second half. That's what happened on Monday against the Bulls. That's what happened tonight against the Cavs. That's what happened against the Hornets in the fourth quarter. That's what happened against the Knicks. They have, it, this is literally every single game almost. This is the exact same solution because they spend so much time on, and energy on the defensive end of the ball, and they don't have that same energy on the offensive side of the ball. So that's an issue. Yeah. And when Kevin Porter comes back, he is the kind of guy that can build an offense, set an offense, get guys in their position, and he can just go work. Maybe. And then you can have more, you can have less, you know, energy that you have to exert on the defensive end because you have enough points. I mean, yeah, I, I hope that's true. I mean, I really do. But that's why I want to see him, man. Like, that's why I want him on this main roster. There's nothing left. And he to, will be. But there's nothing left to prove in the G League. I get why you want to keep him in the G League. But to me, the way I see his performances right now, what else does he have to prove? Like, his continue, like don't you think it would almost be more beneficial to bring him up here? That way he's with John Lucas, who's known as one of the greatest character coaches, if not the greatest character coach in the league. Don't you think it would be better to have Porter Jr. with, uh, with Lucas even closer than he is right now? To me, that only benefits him more from getting reps at the, at the NBA level, being with John Lucas. There's, to me, I think it only helps him. That's what I see. At this point, I trust the plan that they have for Kevin Porter because it hasn't failed yet. Once yep. it fails, then you can look at that and say, okay. But I just – Kevin Porter might be the biggest gift the Rockets get in this rebuild. And you don't want to screw it up before it starts. That's fair. So, look, if, if we get the, the tweet tomorrow that says, hey, Kevin Porter's on his way up, I'm okay with that because – that shows – and honestly, look, they're playing in Tampa. He's only a drive away in Orlando, about a 90-minute drive. They might do it. They might do it on Friday. I don't know. But at this point, I trust what the Rockets are doing. You kind of – you have to trust your team in order – you have to trust the process. And I'm not saying it's going to get as bad as the Philly trust the process, but you got to trust it. you got to trust something. And I trust the Rockets' direction with Wood, with Kevin Porter, with this team. Because honestly, there is – a winner here. There is a winner in this in this group. It's going to take time, but there are there is winning basketball in this group. Do you see? I can I can envision Jayshon Tate with a game saving block in the playoffs for us. I, I really can see it. I can see Christian Wood going for like twenty five and twelve in a playoff game. I can see Kevin Porter going off for 30, 35 in a playoff game. I can see it. I can see it in my mind because I've seen similar stories like that before. I can see it. I can't, so, that's why, but that's why I want Kevin Porter here right now. It just, I mean. So what is he going to, I mean, yes. And and maybe we will, maybe we won't. But look, the G League bubble's only for two more weeks. He'll be here in, you know, there's only what, four games left until the All-Star break. So it's four more games. I feel like, we're in, a long distance, I feel like we're in a long-distance relationship with Kevin Porter Jr. I just want to see you. I just want to touch you. I just want to see, you know, I want to. Be here with you. I want to stay six feet away from him. But 
Uh, Jay Train is pulling into the station. Uh, Mike, one key for Friday. You got the. It's the first ever game for the Rockets in Tampa, Florida, against the upstart Toronto Raptors. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, my biggest thought is pray. I mean, Toronto's playing really well right now. Um, Got to contain Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's playing, you know, well right now. I Toronto's a really good team, man. Uh, you know, Rockets got to come out with. Well, I've said energy, you know, the last, like, six games, I feel like. They just got to hit shots, man. I think you hit the nail right on that. They just got to hit their threes. And I, I don't know I, I don't know where they need to go for that. I feel like their their three buster was Ben McLemore last season. Like, they needed a big shot. They they could go to Benny Mack, and Benny Mack would be there for them. But Benny Mack hadn't been there for them so far this year. Against the Raptors last year, when we played them in Toronto, mm-hmm. he was the leading scorer, Ben McLemore, 28 points. I remember that game because as the unofficial president of the Benny Mack fan club, it was the one time Ben McLemore was the leading scorer for the Rockets. So I'll remember that game. But, yeah, you got to hit your shots. Like, it's just – that's how you, you win basketball games because you score more points than the other team. You do that by, by making your shots. And the Rockets' idea of shooting enough threes is not a bad idea but you have to make them. Like, it's not like yeah. if you shoot them, you get it automatically. You have to make your shots. And it's not a good combination. You get the guys open to make the shots, you know? Yeah. If It's not a good combination if you take the third most threes in the league and you're the third worst team at making them. It's not a okay. recipe. So it's not a recipe. Hopefully we can change that later. But thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Dream Take. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Dream Take. You can also follow The Dream Shake on Twitter at DreamShakeSBN and catch all of our content at TheDreamShake.com. Be sure to follow my co-pilot on Twitter, Mr. Michael Brown, at BSWPodcast underscore MB. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner, just my name, J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. We're going to do something different starting on Friday. SB Nation and uh, has created this wonderful opportunity for us to start – uh, podcasting on this new app called Locker Room. If you're familiar with Clubhouse, it's very similar to Clubhouse. It's an audio only. You, you invite people in chat rooms, and it's a half podcast, half uh, chat room, half uh, show that we'll be doing on Friday after the post game. And we're going to probably uh, work towards moving to Locker Room. We're not sure if we're going to do every game from Locker Room or if we're just going to do it every so often but be sure to follow us on uh on locker room at the dream take you can create an account now it's an incredible app i've used it for the last few days and i love it um so be sure to uh follow us there as well uh you can follow mike at bsw podcast underscore mb you can follow me at jeremy brenner is that your is that your handle on locker room mike uh no but i'm gonna update it? it tomorrow to bsw okay, podcast underscore mb so follow follow us on Locker Room. Be sure to also subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, your podcast app of choice, and be sure not to miss a single episode of The Dream Take. Thank you so much for tuning in this episode, and until next time, go Rockets!